So ironically, I don't actually know if we've actually talked about this on the podcast yet. Currently, I am actually a pastor at a church. My job is to sit with individuals from our congregation and other referrals that come in from other churches and to help navigate all the problems you hear about on this podcast all the time. I provide guidance and counsel, but I have an entirely different history and education and experience, which right. informs those conversations differently than someone who doesn't have any of that background, any of those experience, and comes at it from a purely theological component. Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, what's better for my marriage, pastoral counseling or professional counseling? Yeah, good questions. Yeah, that's a great one. And since I've been both, we you get to talk about it. You have a good answer for that. Let's talk about it. All righty. Here we go. You want to have a question that we can answer? Sure. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <she knows>. Nice. <clears throat> Here we go. Um... This is uh, from a wife in a couple. Okay. It says, I am interested in what you have to say about pastor counseling my husband and I. This pastor does not have a counseling background or experience outside of the church. We are at our wits end after 17 years in an increasingly toxic marriage and struggle to afford counseling outright since we don't have insurance. We're trying to be proactive in the right direction. We both desire counseling, but I'm not sure we're going in the right direction. Got it. So working with um, pastors, friends, anybody who's not kind of licensed or trained in the mental health world, can they actually be helpful? That is the interpretation of the question I am hearing. Yes. I. Do I, you hear the same question? Yes, I do. Question. I do. What do you think? I have, again, lots of thoughts. Of course, but. you have lots of thoughts. <laughs> I I think um, that there is definitely a place for pastoral counseling in marriage. Okay. But I also think that she she said that they're, that they're at their wit's end, which means that I would suspect that they're kind of probably in marital crisis. Yeah, a crisis. Sometimes pastors don't have all the tools right. to do crisis counseling yeah. for marriages, um, so it's kind of, it depends on what they're looking for, what they need. Yeah. And, and I don't think that all pastors need to have a counseling degree no. to be able to, to provide good counseling for their flock. Yes. I can't think of the word that I'm looking for. Parishioners, members, they're, whatever you want right, to call them. Right, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm not, I'm not entirely sure what it is that she's looking for. Yeah. And that's really important. <sighs> It is really, really important to be able to identify what you're looking for. And it's important to understand the differences between clinical counseling and pastoral counseling. for sure. And lay counseling, because you can get counsel from people who aren't licensed, and it's still really good counsel. Um, But with anything out there, um, counsel tends to come from people who have had the most experience in whatever area you need counsel in. I always think it's ironic, really ironic, when people go to any counselor, anybody, for marriage counseling, when that person 
has either never been married or has had two or three marriages right. and are unhappy in their current marriage. You probably don't want to go seek advice from someone who doesn't have it figured out. You don't want to go get financial advice from somebody who's massively in debt. Who's been bankrupt five or six and, times. And can't get their own finances right. in, in under control. So you have to look at the person's experience um, and praxis, the practice of um, applying what they are telling you. Right. That's actually most important. So for a couple who can't afford professional mental health couples counseling, can they get good counsel from a pastor? The answer is yes. There are some pastors who can provide really good counsel. I don't know if this pastor that they're sitting with is because we just don't have enough information. Right, exactly. But if they are already going, this isn't helpful or we're not sure that this is scratching the itch, it's good to listen to that kind of that niggle. Yes. And it, again, doesn't mean the pastor's bad. It just means that he isn't as experienced um, enough to dive in to the deep end. With pastoral counseling, they tend to come at all problems from a pastoral or a theological perspective. And a lot of problems in our lives are rooted in faith-based, theological, worldview kinds of problems. Yes, exactly. And a pastoral counseling model will work really, really good for providing solutions to that yes. because that is the nature of the problem. But I would suspect that a couple in this level of crisis, it isn't a theological problem. It isn't a spiritual problem. It is probably a relational problem. It is two individuals who have been in their survival brain for way too long and don't understand how to regulate their own emotions, how to be self-aware enough mm -hmm. to understand how it's impacting the other person. Um, they're both in that guarded position to make sure that they don't continue to get hurt by the other right. person. That's not, and again, people who have a faith system out there, especially pastors who are listening to this, let's be really, really clear. We're integrated. You can't just say this is a theological problem. This is a relationship problem. This is a psychological problem. We're all integrated. So theology can impact relational kinds of issues, but primarily you don't need to go to a pastor and have him pray for a broken arm. You need to go to a doctor and say, I need you to fix the arm. There's a time and a place for the right model to fix a, a problem like that. And right. most relationship counseling um, that professional therapists provide is rooted in the, the psychological world, which is you have to be aware. The whole idea of psychology is it's the study of how you think. It's the right. study of how your brain works, how you process information. Right. And if you are processing information terribly, you need to evaluate how right. I need to, I need to process information better. So every time my wife looks at me this way or does a certain thing, I react and explode my my interpretation of those events events and my responsibility and the behavior behind all that that's not a theological kind of thing that is a psychological kind of right. thing and that's usually based on your story your history and yes. not understanding it and not having yes. figured out why what you why what you do where that comes out of yes so ironically, I don't actually know if we've actually talked about this on the podcast yet, but currently I am actually a pastor at a church. 
I am a care pastor, a part-time care pastor at a church. My job is to sit with individuals from our congregation and other referrals that come in from other churches and to help navigate all the problems you hear about on this podcast all the time. I, I provide guidance and counsel, but I have an entirely different history and education and experience, which right. informs those conversations differently than someone who doesn't have any of that background, any of those experience, um, and comes at it from a purely theological component. Right. And they will just provide different advice. So right. the advice for this couple that I'm hearing is... It might not be the fact that it's pastoral counseling. It might need to be, you need to find a pastor who has deeper experience in marital support, marital help, marital counsel, and you will get a good experience. Right. And you get, you get people that come in and you sit down with and you go, I'm going to pass you on to a A professional professional therapist who can help you deal with these issues. Yes. Because the issues are outside of the scope of good pastoral counseling. Yes, exactly. And so you have to be really, really clear of where those lines are so that you can get you can get the help that you, yeah. you need. It's actually it's really frustrating to me. This is a little pet peeve. I'll pull out my soapbox here for a second and stand <laughs> on it. Um, when uh, pastors practice outside of their level of expertise when they are trying to provide mental health counseling when they've never been trained, when they no, have, don't have any experience, no supervision, right. that actually becomes dangerous. It's right. not wise for that to happen. And the other way is exactly true. When mental health therapists try to provide pastoral counseling, but they don't have any theological training, they don't understand the, the position that their clients are coming from, right. that's actually dangerous as well. Each person needs to kind of stay in their lane so that they are um, being responsible with the with the importance of providing counsel. That right. is a sacred privilege to help guide people along the way. Right. So, again, it's not the fact that it's probably a pastor who's providing the counsel. It's just the level of experience and training that that pastor has had. Right. We actually do trainings for pastoral staffs. in secure marriage kind of frameworks so that all the pastors at one church can be operating from the same um, uh, tools, the same paradigm. The same language. The same language as they're working with um, all of the couples in their congregation. And we give them evaluation tools to say, should we continue to work with this couple or is this crossing the line and they should probably now work with a professional therapist, mm-hmm. give them those tools to kind of evaluate some of those things. And, and I think a lot of pastors um, don't have that. They don't know where that line is. Exactly. They don't have those tools Yep. and they do their best yeah. because as a pastor, you want to help people. Yeah. You want to help them grow. You want to see marriages yeah. changed and transformed. Clearly. And, but I think a lot of times they just like, yeah, they don't know yeah. where that is and what or how to or don't have the resources to send a couple to. Yeah. So for this couple, it sounds like if they've already seen the pastor a couple of times and it just doesn't feel like yes. it's going in the right direction, then they need to look either to another yes. pastor or ask the pastor if he has a referral. Yep. A lot of times churches will help uh, subsidize. Is that yes, the right word? That's a great term. Um, a professional counselor. Professional counseling. A yes. lot of times. Yeah. And I, so, I did that a lot. So that's something that this couple could ask yes. The, yes. the pastor. If they haven't seen the pastor yet and are just kind of questioning whether 
seeing a pastor would be the best fit, they they need to go sit with them at least once yeah. and, and just have a conversation and say, this is our concern. Yeah. Here's the other thing that plays into this. And it's unfortunate, but it's a, just a reality of the pastoral counseling world, which is a lot of times because you have the pastoral label, not a professional counselor label, you lack the credibility. It's a kind of an un unspoken or unconscious bias that people walk in going, oh, you're just, right. you're, you're just, just a, a pastor. pastor instead of, oh, you're a professional who's gone and spent sixty, eighty thousand dollars right. on a master's degrees and you've had supervision and you've been licensed by the state and you have 2,500 clinical hours. That brings a different level of credibility. And so you have to be aware of the biases that you are walking into a pastoral counseling experience, right? which now means you as a participant might not go to the difficult places or any advice the pastor gives you, you discount or dismiss oh, yes. or don't apply because again, it, you're, you're discounting the source of that information. You have to be aware of those unique dynamics as yes, well. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate, but it's just the reality of it. And again, it's really unfortunate because you can go pay $80,000, you can get a couple of degrees in counseling, you can do all the clinical hours, and you can still be a really crappy therapist right? and provide really bad counsel. That's why I always, always, always encourage if you're sitting with someone and it doesn't fit right, it doesn't sit well, it's just the information they're giving you, get a second opinion. Always check what they are saying. Ask someone else, does this sound right? Does this sound healthy? Does this sound good? Yeah. But you have to ask people who have expertise or or, or some level of uh, understanding. You just can't yes. ask the guy at the grocery store, the right, person who's exactly. pumping your gas, hey, does this sound like this therapist or, is giving me good counsel? Or your best friend who might be biased towards... Because of their story. Yes. All of this stuff. So you, again, you have to kind of vet the sources of this information as well. The bigger question in all of this is, if you really want to get help, but you can't afford counseling, if you really want to find some way of changing your marriage, but counseling is expensive. I, I was in it for years. I know it's expensive. I didn't take any insurance. And it is unfortunate that a lot of people can't actually get the help that they need, the one-on-one -on -one help that they need. Right. That is why we have built a ton of the tools with Secure Marriage here. We know that it's not as good as counseling or not even counseling, but one-on-one -on -one hand holding where, right. where you can talk with someone. You can that sit in their living room time. and you hear their story and you empathize and you can apply these tools to them and you guide them. It's always better to have, if you're lost in the forest, to have someone magically show up and go, I know this forest like the back of my hand. I'm going to guide you out. Yes. Oh, that's so refreshing versus right. I have a map and I think that I'm facing it the right way. And I saw how to use a compass once on YouTube, but I'm not still sure. And I think I can navigate my way out. of Doing it yourself is hard. We yes. understand that. And there isn't a magic solution to making everything better. And the tools we build at Secure Marriage are for couples who both, both people in the couple are going, we know that we need to make our marriage better. Um, we want to get this, um, work on this together, and this is a good starting point. That's right. why the relationship roadmap costs half of one counseling session. That's yeah. why we've priced it at that point. It's not the be all end all. And 
to be honest, if only one person wants to work on the marriage, it still helps the marriage as yes, well. absolutely. And it provides really good tools and it's the exact same tools I would give all of my clients. So you're actually getting therapeutic tools without the therapist attached to it. Mm-hmm. That's why we've built these tools and it's a good place to start. It will actually bring clarity and, and uh, direction around some of the language you're using. You're getting on the same page. You're using the same map to get unlost That's rather super, than two different maps. Super important. Yeah, that becomes a big problem. when you're problem. using different maps, you don't... Argue over whose map is right yep. and which way to go yes. and what you should be doing. This gets you on the same page. It's a good first step. And once you get... A little bit of positive experience. This is working. This is helping. We aren't in a level 10 crisis. We're only in a level 8 crisis now. Right. Still not great numbers, but it's trending positively. Right. But it starts to provide that hope. You get that relief and that hope. And it's like, okay, maybe this will keep working. And then you get into a better state where now pastoral counseling can provide a few more pieces to yes. the puzzle and provide... Uh, to take it from an eight to a six. And then you can now find another resource that takes it from a six to a five. And you gradually work on this. Uh, Now, again, it would be ideal if someone can just walk you through it. But here's actually the catch 22 in all of this. I've worked for years with couples and I held their hand and I showed them the way out of the forest and they still didn't want to go. Yeah. They still stayed lost. A lot of my couples, I guided them out and they had lovely marriages and relationships after that. But there were those that just, they didn't want to do it. And it's like, that's fine. I, I'm not going to pick you up and drag you out of the forest. (laughs) I'll guide you, but you have to walk on your own. And they were just done. They didn't want to put in the work. So the balancing act is both parties, both members of this couple um, if you both are committed to this, you're going to get a tremendous amount of um, help from wherever you get that that resource. You have to have an honest, an honest assessment of yourself. Do I really want to put in the hard work of making this marriage better? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, I just I'm looking for a way out. Then just be honest and say that. Right. That's painful. That's hard to say, but it's so much better than dragging it on. Dragging it out. Yeah. I've. Recently been trying to schedule an appointment with somebody um, because they were referred to me and uh, around a whole nother topic. And I would hear nothing. I'd hear nothing. I'd hear nothing. I'd hear nothing. And then finally I'd get an email back. And after two or three rounds of this, this person finally said, this is actually a very low priority to me. Um, it's not not that important. And I said, thank you so much for being honest with me. We're done. I'm not. Gonna, we don't need to try to make this happen right. anymore. You right. don't want to work on it. That is so much easier for everybody involved. Right. But if you both are going, yes, we want some help. We want some guidance in this. And you can't afford counseling. You're going to have to make some sort of investment. It doesn't just magically fix itself. Right. Again, maybe you can do that, but uh, I haven't found the resources yet of doing that. You have to make an investment of time, energy, and money to fix whatever the problem is. Absolutely. Securemarriage.com has a whole uh, menu of courses you can take now. Uh, They are all reasonably priced. They are all guaranteed. They have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you go through it and you go, this is ridiculous information. This provides no help at all. Give us a call. We will give you all your money back within those first 30 days. But we know that they help. We we absolutely know that the tools help. Mm -hmm. And if you get one tool that 
makes your world start to feel better. You start to stop operating out of that survival brain. Yeah. And you start to do so much better. Yep. So, um, I think we answered the question. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of good counselors who provide, a lot of good pastors who provide really good counsel out there. Yes. And there's a lot of good therapists who provide really good counsel. And then the exact opposite is true. So it's just like dating again. You got to find the person who fits best with you. And it might not be your pastor. By the way, it's okay to go to the pastor of another church. It really is. Just call up and say, hey, I've got these questions. Do you have someone who can help me there? Sure. We'll be glad to talk with you. Yeah. And if they say, you don't attend our church, we're not going to talk to you. That's great. Run, run, run. You don't want to talk to them anyway. (laughs) Again, as a pastor at a church who does this all day long, I work with a lot of people who don't attend our, who aren't part of our congregation. I'm glad to talk to them. Yeah. So, and provide some help. Okay. All righty. Thanks everyone for listening. Securemarriage.com if you are interested in some of those tools. And if you're not sure which tool to to pick, email paul at securemarriage.com or shannon at securemarriage.com. And we will say this tool probably work best for you given what you've just described for us. Yep. Okay. All righty. Thanks for listening, everyone. Goodbye. Bye. What are you doing? (laughs) What do you mean, what am I doing? You're being weird. Uh, I'm not being weird. (laughs) You're you're not doing it right. I'm not doing it right. I don't think you did it right. you got to say goodbye correctly. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Still not right. (laughs) Okay. What are we calling this one?